Lime, duh. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Hey, let's do it again, baby. Hello. Whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky, Black Amora, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling, Donnie Wrestling, a.k.a. Donnie Capri from that time I went to Italy. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye-bye. Seems like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. AKA the modern day goof. Ha Raja. Yeah. Coming at you like Cleopatra. Baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, gabba, wee. Gabba, 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 wee. Gabba, girl. She's mine. And What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy, muy caliente wrestling reactions. Woo! Hey, and before we get into it, you know what I gotta do. Uh, what flavor is that? Lime, duh. <sighs> Cracking a lime LaCroix for the white-collared man, working man. <laughs> um, all right, look. We gotta get into it. You know all this stuff, but I got a special guest in studio today. So remember, rate this podcast five stars on whatever platform you use, and the only way to support the show, if you like what we're doing, if you want to support it, go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling, get access to our bonus episodes, like tomorrow we have our bonus AEW NXT episode that comes out Friday morning, support the show, couple bucks, support the show, jabronis, anyway, to my front, here he is, the man, not the myth, the truth, the, the goof in a suit, the gorgeous stallion of the East Coast, the Philadelphia cream cheese, I don't know, <laughs> the lox, bagel, I got, no, I got nothing for this guy, he wanted a big intro, he wanted stuff, he didn't want any stock stuff, the agent, the best agent in all of Hollywood. If you need representation and you got this guy, you're going to sell everything. You're going to be a big star. Styling, profiling, Brian Dipperstein. Thank you, Dan. Okay, Black. I feel like I recovered that. God. We'll edit oh, that. my God. Woo. Don't edit that. Yeah. Everything you said was true. <laughs> this is um, one of my good friends, my buddies. We talk about wrestling forever. We watch wrestling. We finally got you here. Uh, and and I told Nancy it's Newman, big. this is big. This is huge. I told Nancy Newman and Aaron Finney, you got to go today because we got Brian Dipperstein in studio. I don't like to share the spotlight with anybody. No, you know what I'm saying. You can't. You, as a matter of fact, you shine too bright. Yeah, you'll blind them. The, I mean, no one even in this room has sunglasses on. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. It, honestly, I I'm hurting. My retinas are burning. I can tell. You're squinting. I can tell. Yeah, I know. I might have permanent damage, but we can't stop this train because it's a moving baby. Yeah. You ever seen Snowpiercer? Secretly, no, but I've told a million people I've seen snow. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun fact. This is the stuff you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. You can't get anywhere else. Let me. I want to start off by saying one thing. I, I want to say something. Yeah. One thing. I mean this. I mean this truly. Yeah, I know. Okay, I like yeah. to start off sentimental. I like you, Dan Black. Okay, I'm a big Dan Black 
fan. Uh, would you even, would you go as far to say as a mark? Would you be a, your damn black mark? Yeah, I'm a big damn black mark. Wow. I, will tell you, I will tell you right wow, now, when huge. I think of people who love wrestling, yeah. you're on like that tier. Like I wow. I want I want to be better friends with you. I know. I, I want to be better I, friends I, with you. I feel like Let's make it happen. Let's I, get out of here, bro. I feel like, you're, first of all, you're, you're nuts tonight. This is the craziest Dan, version of Dan Black I've ever seen in my life. You're <laughs> manic. You're all over the place. You forgot your friend's Diet Coke that he asked you for. I had to buy it from the other bar. I know. I mean, you're, you're losing your mind. I know. I paid for that Diet Coke, by the way. So I you didn't even thank me. I paid for that Diet Coke. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, we got Wrestle Days in studio here filming us uh, uh, for their channel. Check out their Instagram. What's the handle? Wrestle Days. At Wrestle Days. Yeah. Okay. I, I, okay. No, but let me just say this. I, I have. There is room for yeah. Dan Black in my closer circle wow. of friends. I'm just telling you this right is now. News. It's not easy to get into. I got to tell you, it's me, not easy at all. Let me tell all. you. I know that. Yeah. Would you say that this There's is your for you. inner circle? Would you say you're the Jericho? Of the, are you are you Sammy Guevaraing me right now? I would say Inviting that me in. I would say that you could be my Sammy Guevara to my Jericho. Yeah, I, I would say that. I'm more of like a Hager, right? I'm more of like a, of a you little. Let me tell you, right now you're a Hager. Yeah. Last week on Cheap Heat, I yeah. taught we taught or, or Rosenberg made a point that I gave to him, and I said that the Rock doesn't feel like the rock anymore because of how his his appearance has changed so when he comes into the ring he's, he's not a puffy he, enough he for doesn't you. look like the rock used to look right that's how i feel about you right now you don't like, like it. i know you, you look see- gigantic what are you doing are you taking <laughs> steroids is this 1991 <laughs> no what's going well, on here let me tell you it is not i do wear the fanny pack front and center Okay, so that's very 91. Yeah. All the wrestlers then, their thighs were too thick. Yeah. For the, basically, they they got too swole that they rendered the pockets on their jeans obsolete. I got to <laughs> you tell you, I, I got to tell you, this is a completely different Dan Black. Well, honestly, I, I, I take that as a compliment. I do. I, yeah, I, you know, look, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I was the champion of this podcast. The Comedians Wrestling Champion. I had the Comedians Wrestling yeah, Heavyweight no. Championship yeah. title. Good. And um, I did, and I lost it to a bigger man. And so I had to step up to the plate, up my training, up my eating, up the macros, and uh, there's no excuses. I got to win this thing back. Do you see me? I'm titleless right now. I got to tell you, there's something going on with Dan Black's uh, physique. I mean, he's enormous. Yeah, he's he's well, training I, for something, and we don't know what it is. And what was the, No one knows what it is, but let me tell you, you and you, 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 uh... You haven't been to the gym in uh, about seven years, correct? That's right. I feel like that's a part of my gimmick now. <laughs> You're part of the your not gi- go to the gym guy. I don't like to exert myself publicly. Right. Yeah. You, you've said that before. You go to the gym, and then what, what's your feeling on the gym? I go to the gym. I lift a couple of weights, which I hate doing. Mm-hmm. It's they're heavy. Yeah. I don't like. I don't. I don't enjoy. I look at my watch. I'm like, oh my god, an hour and a half has gone by. What have I done? I run around and lifted some weights. I mean, I could have been doing something productive. Yeah. With that hour and a half. And I I disagree. I start my day, I go 7 a.m. to the gym, and then I throw like 300 pounds on my back, and then just fucking squat the shit out of it. I have never done a squat in my life. Deadlift, I don't Romanian even know. deadlifts, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I yeah. did a, a pelvic thrust today, followed by pull-ups. Listen, if you do that, you go into your day being like, I might die before the day even starts. What's going to what's gonna stop you the rest of the day? Let me tell you That's so- why I have so much energy. I did a full day of writing on a, on a television show, okay? And now we're recording the podcast right now. Do I, do, I got the energy of a fucking 18-year-old right now. I have- I'm ready to go make out behind the bleachers. I made 300 <laughs> phone calls today, and I still have the energy to talk. How about that? That's a, well, see, you have a superpower because you're an agent. I don't, people, that's not a gimmick, okay? If you listen to Cheap Pete, you know. This is a major Hollywood agent. That's mm-hmm. no, there's no goofs there, nothing. 
Mm-hmm. You're you're a player. It's having you in, by the way, because we're in UCB right now. The amount of people, if they knew yeah, that they, they had only this caliber knew. of agent here, you'd be getting reels, headshots galore. It's true. Right now. I True. That's why I wore a mustache when I walked in here, so no one recognized Absolutely. Me. Which I thought that was an odd choice. Um, <laughs> but let's go back to the beginnings. There's a couple things to cover here. Yeah. Okay, first thing you said, you would like more of me in your life. I don't know why the I don't. The feeling is reciprocal. You know why? Because I think you're a little flaky. You think I'm a flake? I think No, I don't think you're completely flaky. Wow. I think there's an element to your personality that... <laughs> wow. yeah. You wanted me to come on and bring hot takes. I'm telling you right now, there's a wow. slight element to your personality. It's a slight flake. And by the way, I respect that. Most mage people are slightly flaky. Yeah. Like Shoemaker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sh- yeah, Shoemaker is a little flaky. Which, by the way, most mage people are. But yes. I'm telling you, I you don't need to be flaky with me. Well, I, I feel like I'm not flaky. I have I'm people that ask for wrestling. You, it's a different right. kind of a flake. Uh-huh, uh-huh. See, a single flake is just a jabron zone. You're right. Hold on, let me get that. Your next stop, the Jabron Zone. You guys can't hear. That's the Jabron Zone sound effect. Uh, uh, that you know what I'm saying? When you're a married guy, it's everything. Everything's a question mark. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if uh, and also most of the time I flake is a pay per view Sunday nights. Yeah. Oh, and they're midday Sunday. I know. Yeah, say, honey. 4 p.m. I can't, I can't hang out with you 4 p.m. on a Sunday, our day off, the Lord's Day, But did, because I got to give this day to uh, Aleister Black. But didn't you <laughs> <laughs> But didn't you make this a precondition of your marriage? If someone like Dipperstein calls and wants you to come sit on his, in, in Dipperstein Towers under his beautiful painting of, of Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan from WrestleMania 3. We should get into that. Sure, whatever you want. We could talk. I, by the way, I want to talk about wrestling art because I'm now become like obsessed. I'm like obsessed. All oh, I can't stop thinking about it. I'm putting it all over the place. My whole office is filled with it. It's ridiculous. People come in, they're like, "What's wrong with this?" Guy? Yeah, I mean, you're the painting you have in your. I mean, I'm, I'm derailing the point, but what you're saying right now, and I think just because this is a point we should drive home for this, this listenership, because we the Jabroniac Nation, the, the the listeners of this podcast are. A bunch of loons. I mean, we're a bunch of hard marks. All right, please. So you're talking the, to the it, biggest. It might be a good idea to have in your marital agreement maybe some kind of mark prenup. Right? You should have a mark prenup. <laughs> mark some kind of mark prenup where like every Sunday, West Coast, depending on where you live, Mountain Time, Central Time, whatever. I think that's the same thing. Uh, four to four, four to eight. That's got to be blocked off. I'm sorry, honey. Four to eight, and it depends if it's summer. Sometimes they tack another hour on, and it depends. Are you doing kickoffs? And you know what I mean? Right. You know, you work this out. That has to be in the contract. Right. You get a lawyer, get a lawyer involved. I think that a Mark prenup is the perfect <laughs> thing to do when someone like us gets married. And by the way, you're gonna, one day you will pay the price. You already are. You're right. late to my house. You're not showing up, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's pathetic. I came to your house for uh, a single match one time, I believe. I showed up for one match. Yeah, just so you get invited the next time. And I show- <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, I will say the spread was immaculate. Can we talk about the spread? There's no, yeah, of course, by the <laughs> Should way. Should we talk about the spread? Talk about this the spread. This is the most Jewy wrestling podcast. Well, you know, I don't know. It's okay. <laughs> Sometimes talk about the spread. gets equally Jewy. I but, like my wrestling with my cold cuts. Does yeah. that make sense? I mean, you know, you think you show up to, uh, uh, think about this. You go to a wrestling party. What do you, what do you think you're going to say? Pizzas. Cheetos. Pizzas. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe some yeah. Cheetos. Yeah, some inexpensive <laughs> store brand chips. When you show up to a Dipperstein, uh, uh, Dipperstein Ranch pay-per-view extravaganza, mm-hmm. I would say, well, uh, when you get there, cold, 
kosher cold cuts out. Pickles in the center. About, oh, I don't know, I want to say two quarts of Russian dressing, <laughs> I would say. Look, I love Russian dressing. Everybody <laughs> everybody knows that. You know me, you know I love Russian dressing. Uh, a nice uh, potato salad, just as a nod to my dad. Maybe a couple quarts of coleslaw. If there's anybody listening that knows a, a, the, the best <laughs> potato salad in Los Angeles, yeah. I want to know it because I can't find one. Greenblatt's <laughs> is terrible. Every They're all terrible. Nate and Al's, which I go to pretty much every morning for breakfast. They don't know what they're doing with their potato salad. If anyone knows great potato salad, I want you to DM me at the Dipperstein. I want to talk about potato salad right That's now. Right. Everyone wants to talk, to me, talk about potato salad, but instead, we should talk about professional wrestling. What sure, do you think? let's should, do it. You want to ring the bell? Get this, kick this off? You know, I've been watching wrestling for 30 years. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Do you want to kick to, to hit the bell? How do I do that? What is you this take gimmick? The, uh, I had a whole gimmick in front of me here. What yeah. am I doing here? All right, well, here we go. All right, let's do it. I mean that was what oh is this boxing, God. bro? No, that was cro- that was a crocket oh, bell. That was boxing. right there. Yeah. That was a that was a crocket bell. Wow. Yeah, that's how crocket sounded. All right, there's the the yeah. road warriors are in Magnum TA. There they are. Yeah. It's oh, there's Oli and Arn, and then it, and now it's you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, more I don't, like it. let's go to church. You can't see it, but uh, Danny is in the studio. Didn't you operate the, the, the bell for PWG at BOLA? I, I learned the hard way. <laughs> what the, what is, what the hell is this thing? I mean, what am I supposed to, what is this thing? Wow. All right. All right. Anyway, okay. Uh, you're about to go to wrestling church right now. That's what you're about to go to. Okay. All right, let's talk about it. for 12 years. Okay, Miz, relax. Okay, look, here's the deal. Okay, I know you're here and you have an agenda and you have notes. Okay, so I always we can come follow. prepared. I'll bring up topics, but if you want to go somewhere, you take us there. Okay, you're, yeah, you're in the driver's seat. Okay, I'm just uh, uh, okay. Can I bring up one thing before you start? <laughs> That's what I thought might happen. Let me this bring up. Let me bring up one thing. One gripe because I did listen to last week's show. Wow. Uh, just so we didn't repeat anything, but I yeah. did want to. I did want to mention. Yeah. That I find it bizarre mm-hmm. that you don't like Key Lime Lacroix. Oh my God, Jabronzo! What, what are you thinking? It tastes like a like a like a lime skittle. No, I hate it. How do you like regular? Do you like lime? soda? I like certain soda. No, I'm a I like, water I'm a, root, guy. I'm a root beer guy. Yeah, that's a that's a de- that's a sugary drink. Have you tried the hibiscus Lacroix? Honestly, what am I trying to throw up in my sleep? <laughs> no, I don't need that. Hibis- what's a hibiscus? It's amateur hour. Let's talk about wrestling. Okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Okay, you can't handle the bell. I got to use the sound effect bell because I, I can't go through that again. Yeah, what am I going to take? Am I going to take a big here's swing wanna, here? Here's where I want to start this week, okay? Here's where I want to start this week, okay? Uh-huh. I wanna, uh-huh. I see. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to I wanna talk about Seth Rollins. Fine. Okay. Sure. Well, wow. Oh, wow. 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 I'm sensing that attitude. <laughs> Burn it out. Burn that attitude. Okay, so <laughs> here's the deal. Mm-hmm. Seth Rollins in our Facebook group, the Comedians Wrestling Facebook group, where you can talk about wrestling at four in the morning. In the Facebook group, aye, aye, aye. okay, <laughs> yeah, we got we got catchphrases uh, galore here. Thank, thank you. I'm, He's taking a lot of shit. He's taking a lot of heat. Okay, so he put out this video. Well, I don't know. He put out this video, but he was on some kind of panel. I don't know for fucking Jabroni Con or whatever he was at. Okay, Wonder Con, Ballsack Con, whatever, whatever. Okay, Tony Con, wherever he was. Okay, and um, he, and he, someone said like, "Hey, you gonna wrestle Kenny ever?" Okay, and then he was like, "All right." I'll wrestle Kenny when he's done in the minor leagues and he wants to come to the best company in the world to make the most money and wrestle in front of the most amount of people. 
Okay. And it was immediate, like, whoa, shots yeah, fired. Everybody shots it. fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Now, what did you think of that video first before I give my take? Well, first of all, I didn't watch the video. I read, oh, whatever. The, did I, you I read the, the article. I read, all the, I read all the stuff about it. Yeah. I mean, is this a headline? I mean, this is what they were grasping at at this point, things that Seth Rollins says he's in the minor leagues. I mean, who gives a shit? Well, what do you mean, who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? We get to know somebody? Yeah, I'm no <laughs> wow. Like, but though, is well, that what you we're want? Moving on. <laughs> we're not. Here's the deal. Here's my. Here's well, what I want to. Here's my feeling okay. on Seth Rollins right now. Okay. Yeah. He is moments away from not being the guy, or being to the point where we're seeing like they're like forcing him to become a heel inadvertently at this point. He's burning down the Firefly Funhouse. He's now that that whole thing is over. I actually didn't. Right. I fell asleep during that um, that segment of Raw, so I don't really know what he what did he address on Raw. Did he address burning? He it wrestled then? Umberto Carrillo. I saw that. By the way, I want to do an hour on Umberto Carrillo. Do <laughs> yeah, we, we have, have the, we, we do have, we have the time? Do we have that we have time? A, we have a full hour allotted to his gear specifically. Yeah, we could talk about Umberto Carrillo. By the way, there's no talking shit about Umberto Carrillo. Yeah, he, he's let's face it. He's Mitch. Okay. Yeah, he, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, he, he did Great that interview. Wrestler. I'm like, oh, he's so short. He's such a short guy. Great wrestler. He's gar he's fairly large. He's a tall. He's he, he fairly didn't, tall. He didn't look that small compared to Seth. That, Seth's a big dude. That bouncy thing that he did off the yeah. ropes in the corner, I was like, oh, okay, this is a guy. There's something, go <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. something going on. Believe me. <laughs> Paintball. There's a lot of things there's going a, on. Many there's something. People. It's good. It's great. It's, it's grand. It's great. Tremendous amount of people. Many, 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 many people are actually talking people about that. People love Umberto. He's he's <laughs> tremendous. Okay. So here's, here's okay. I, I pass it to you. Here's my deal with Seth, is that I love Seth Rollins, okay? And I actually think he is the guy in WWE right now. And I think that he's great. I think he, I know he's, okay, he's definitely a little bit of a stiff and he definitely is a natural heel, okay? He doesn't have a charisma for people like uh, like a guy like a Cena, okay? He doesn't, in The Rock, I don't think he likes people as much as, uh, I think, and, and you could see it, you could feel it, okay? I was at the airport with him. Oh, he yeah, was in yeah. line here we, at the here airport. We go. Here we go. We took a piss next to each other. Next thing you know, no, no, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, here, here we go. go. No, here no. we go. <laughs> I had a vibe. I, I, like I had a vibe. Like don't talk to him. You know what I'm saying? I will tell you right now. He definitely has that vibe. Right. And but I'm saying he's a CrossFit dude. I get. I get his deal. Okay. I get it. I, I get it. So, but. He has earned his way to that role. If you think about what he did at WrestleMania 31 and the consistent level of work, he's arguably the best guy in the company. He was shafted for a long time in WWE. They're pushing Roman. And instead of Roman, it's more him right now. And I think he does he I think he earned it. And I think what I'm saying is that he is a product more of the booking. I th I don't I think we hold the booking against him more. Uh, I think the booking goes against him more than his talents. I agree. I agree yeah. with that. I think that Seth Rollins is the top guy in the company right now. Yes. I truly believe that. I think, like I, I said it on previous uh, podcasts, I think that Roman Reigns is in the perfect spot right now. He's doing, he's he's doing great work. He's in the A minus B plus spot, which is the perfect spot for Roman Reigns. Yes. Don't take, I know they will, of course. Don't take him out of that spot. Leave him for a while. Leave him if, if they're smart. They'll leave him exactly where he is. Yeah, um, with strong the, but kind of irrelevant. Yeah, but with this exactly with the Seth of it all, he's definitely the number one guy in the company. I think that the Bray, uh, the Fiend, 
um, Bray Botch. The, the yeah, I think that whole thing was 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 considered. You know, I think I I, I didn't have the, a huge problem with the Hell in a Cell finish like everybody else did. We did I, one hour on that match. I, I know, I know, <laughs> yeah. I know. But um, I like the red lights. I like whatever. But like, I think that I think it came way too soon. I think that you know, I thought that the Fiend should have been. Um, feuding with somebody like Aleister Black, somebody with yeah. a dark gimmick, somebody with whatever. You don't need to put him with the top guy at the company because so, they rush everything. We know that already. And, you know, it's always the, the, the notion is why rush it? Or right. excuse me, no, the opposite. The The notion is always why save it for this? Why save it for Survivor Series? Why save right. it for Royal Rumble? Why, but, but let's just do it now. And I just, you know, I think that is so wrong. But Seth Rollins... Here's how I personally am viewing Seth Rollins right now as a week to week. Right. The move set is the same. Yes. The move set is getting boring. Mm -hmm. They're, yes, he's in interesting storylines and he's the top guy, but when I'm watching him, I'm not, I could fast forward through Seth Rollins right now and it shouldn't be like that for the top guy. That's my take on him right now. Okay. But he, uh, okay. I feel like people there are, there's arguments I'm reading. People are like, "Well, look, he's not a he's not a draw, you know." And where are you at? I I'm like, I don't. That's the shit. Like ratings are like, I don't give a shit about. Of like, course not. As a wrestling but, fan, I'm not like worried about <laughs> putting what, what, putting asses in seats, right? And like, what yeah. what wrestler? Like, I, I'm I'm there for wrestling. And what wrestler is actually? What was the last wrestler who was like a draw? Cena. Yes. How many wrestlers are actually draws? Uh, like, I mean, they're they're trying to they're desperately trying to find them. Right. That happens one. We get one every what ten years or something. Like, it, it's not it's not like Edge was some big draw, right? Well, I got I got news for you. A draw. The and by the way, I get tons of criticism. Like Rosenberg thinks I'm crazy. A lot of people think I'm crazy right. for this. The Fiend is a draw. I'm I, watching I so. the show to see what happens with the Fiend. That's yeah. what I'm interested in watching right now. I agree. It's the it's the Fiend show for me. I want to see what goes on. You know I love gimmicks. I love the whole thing. Yeah. That's all I care about right now. I'm literally like, okay, how many times could they, you know, throw me to commercial without me seeing Firefly Funhouse? Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, one thing that happens in wrestling, talk about the Firefly Funhouse for a second. Okay, so my wife doesn't really watch wrestling, right? You're, uh, ki you're kidding. <laughs> we were talking about this a lot, right? So I noticed that when I watch wrestling, I'm fully like into it, you know? But then if my wife comes in the room, there's another element of awareness of like, all right, I really want her to I really want her to like this. I want her to think mm. this is cool. You I'm must love your wife. I'm always <laughs> Yeah. What Yeah, I do. I know, dude. Just calm down. I know Bro, you love your wife. Okay. Can we cut this? I need to talk to him privately. No. Yeah. Listen, no, of course. Yeah. Need, let's you want to talk about this right now? Yeah. Let's talk about it right now. Okay. How's your marriage? <laughs> you know, the wrestling doesn't help. But uh, I'm sure. Uh, no, but I'm saying like I want it. I want her to like. I want. I want her to walk in and be. And it has happened. But I want her to walk in and be like, "That's cool. Who's this guy? W what's that?" Right. Well, and that's every Mark stream. I'm looking for that too. You yeah. know. You know what a what a small like you know you know what a small target that is for so to small. find a, a, a you know a, a woman. Listen. Jabroniacs. We're talking about because there's a lot of marriage advice on this app. We talked about Mark prenups. My next piece of advice for a, for a Mark is don't hold out for the wrestling woman <laughs> or, or, or man. <laughs> I got news for you. I, I'm holding out for the wrestling woman. <laughs> it's a, it's gonna take you. It's it's gonna take a long time. Here's 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 my challenge. Here I'm gonna okay. give this to the to the to the cow nation nation the cow nation. I'm gonna be in Tampa this year. Okay, you touch it down in Tampa. TDIT. I'm, yeah, I'm looking for a wife in Tampa. <laughs> 
I think every woman in Tampa has been married to Kurt Angle at one point. So that might be. Might be <laughs> anyway, don't hold on. But so Jamie walks in the room and Seth's cutting a serious ass promo. He's talking to Umberto, I think, or maybe maybe Charlie. And and Jamie walks in and he's just going like. When I burned down the fun house, you know, and he's like, he's like, I burned down the fun house. And it's like, I do it again with the fun house. And look, you want to talk to me when I'm at the fun house? Like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, what the fuck does she think I'm watching? You know what I mean? I know. But if she wasn't in the room, I wouldn't think anything of it. You know what I'm saying? I know. There's certain things you're embarrassed by. I, I, I can relate because I watch it alone all the time. Can you imagine? Like, if you're in no context, you're like, why is this, why is this, this jack guy mad at a funhouse? I know. I know. It's sad. I know. Oh, man. Did he say, I burned down the funhouse. That was the line. And then he kept messing up funhouse. I know. I know. I know. That was funny. Oh, anyway, I'm just saying Seth's great, and I'm going to enjoy him. Because as, as, as Jabroni actually, as, as Mark's been watching wrestling for a long time, it always happens where when the guy we like gets the title, everybody's like, gets bored of him. And I'm trying to just cut that out. Because I wanted him to be champ for a while over Reigns. He looks hot. The gear's on point. It's fucking... I know, Hotter I, than Umberto Correa? No. It's a I young A.C. Uh, Slater. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> it's guy. It's a young A.C. Slater. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, anyway. Uh, um, did you see the crown jewel, the match Seth feed that says it can't be stopped for any reason? I know, of course. I mean, is that, <laughs> does that shock you, though? No, it's just, it's so funny. I want to see him take a sledgehammer to Bray Wyatt's face. Yeah. Like, like I'm not talking about like a like a kayfabe, like a like a gimmick hit. I'm talking right. about like. <laughs> but my my criticism is your brain of of, of WWE is uh, the lack of follow through. Are you like, even gonna watch Crown Jewel? I'm not. I'm gonna be at work, bro. I mean, am I gonna I'm watch not gonna it? Watch yeah, Crown yeah, I'm gonna. I've You're already gonna watch been through this. I protested them for a while. I don't like love the Saudi thing or whatever. But at this point, it's like. Kane Brock, I, let's be real. I'm gonna watch that. I, I pay for the network. You, you are, know? yeah. You're gonna watch that botch fest. I'm not That's gonna, gonna watch be Kane it. Velasquez I'm not gonna and watch Brock it live, but I'm, I'm gonna at some point. I'll put it on. I mean, what do I do? I stay up till four in the morning watching wrestling. God, what, what, who what is do you this do? Guy? I watch the Kofi to last night. Kofi twenty four. Parlay that into Batista twenty four. Fell asleep. Woke up again. Put on um, Becky twenty four. <laughs> yeah, I did a lot of twenty four work yesterday. Wow. Anyway, you must be broke. <laughs> from watching 24s? No, just in life. Was, I was paying for them every time. Is that weird? I kept swiping my credit card. <laughs> every, every, they're $9.99 each, the right? The first month's free, bro. Oh, yeah. So, okay. What, what was I talking about? Oh. Uh, he's, about, he's creating emails galore just to get that <laughs> that, 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 that $9.99. What I'm saying, my beef yeah. with with WB is like, okay, they do this Hell in a Cell match. Seth pushes himself too far. Right? He's like, I can't believe the fiend pushed me to the limit. Well then that's just been kind of gone. Right? I guess he burned he burned it down, but he's not he's lost the Batman thing of like, oh, I'm kind of grossed out by myself for going there. You know what I mean? Which is, I think would be the point of that. I don't know what you I don't know what you mean. He's like, he pushed him to his limit, right? Like during that match, he's kind of torn, right? Yeah. He's like, yeah. should I do this? Should I do this? Should I hit him with this sledgehammer? Arbitrary. It was like, I'm gonna hit this toolbox with the with the uh, uh, the sledgehammer. Yeah. That was yeah. where we drew the line. You know what I mean? But then and he, he did it. And then he kind of had a look in his face, like, I can't believe I was pushed. He pushed me this far. 
Yeah, but they never. Here's the here's the problem, and that's that. what I'm saying. That nuanced storytelling. Here's, here's, here's the problem. Okay, they're never going to go anywhere with it. They're right. not. They're not. The, it's over. Right. And they are now devising, which I'm sure they have already. Yeah. They are devising. You know, I, here's the thing. It's it's October 23rd. Yeah. We are three weeks away from, and I really, really hope that they do a segment where they flashback to the Firefly Firefly Funhouse where he hits the 11. <laughs> I burnt down that Funhouse. Where, where he hits the 1113 yeah. in the clock or whatever. I really hope that that comes back to fruition and that we see an Undertaker, you know, Bray plot. You yeah. know, play out at the Royal Rumble where the two of them get get a shot at each other. That I mean, can you imagine? Set I, it up for Mania. I set no, just set it set up it for, for Rumble. Rumble. You know, you've seen it. You, I, I've said this before. I said not the first time I'm saying this. I've said that, G. Pete. There is nothing more exciting to me personally yeah. as a you know a Mark who loves gimmicks. Yes. Okay. A gimmicky Mark. I'm a gimmicky Mark. There is nobody loves gimmicks more than me. I would love. There is no better legitimate storyline. You want to pass the torch to Bray Wyatt to become the next Undertaker? Yeah. Have him feud with the Undertaker. A hundred percent agree. It's, it's not even a question. Can you imagine the vignettes and the the mind games? And the, I mean, this could all play out on SmackDown. You want to make the ratings higher on SmackDown since they are dropping galore? Yeah. Put the Undertaker and Bray Wyatt on television together. How do they not know that? Maybe they do. I think they do, but they I think, know. I think they know Taker Fiend is something they should do at some point. It's absolute. The Undertaker is here. He's around. He's there. Yeah. How did they? How did we watch them retire? This it, the it, day I met you. Yeah. I mean, I was. I, I, I watched them retire four times in person. <laughs> I, I absolutely need to see that. Yeah. Is if Undertaker wants to go out on a storyline, because let's face it, the Undertaker days are waning. At the end of the day, yeah. He's not getting younger. He's fifty-five, whatever. Yeah. He absolutely. This is this is it. Yeah, he's got one more major arc in him. It needs to be Bray Wyatt. Well, I was at thirty-one, which was the year after the streak, and it was Bray Taker. Yeah, and I was like, "This is great. Have Bray be Taker also." You know what I mean? And I was like, "Oh, I got it. Taker's going." And then I remember Taker pinning Bray, and I was like, "What are they thinking?" Uh, Br you know, Br I'm, Bray's one of my guys. We always talk about that. Who's one of your guys? And Bray, I just think is the I think he's the best. Here's how I was saying this. Tell me the thing. The best wrestling actor ever. Bray Wyatt? Yeah. His acting ever? acting talent. Just acting talent. If you had to translate him to the screen, I think it. I say it. He's the Who's a better actor wrestling and a better act he, No, no, not wrestling actor. I'm sorry. An actor a wrestler who can act. Not a wrestling act. Okay. Um, some people, like The Rock, you could argue, is better at wrestling acting, which is just very big playing to the arena. But I'm just talking about in terms of chops. I would put Bray in a movie in a second. I think he's so talented. He looks like Eli Roth, this guy. You look like, that before. You look like Eli Roth. I've gotten that I'm before. just letting you know. Yeah. Oh, thanks. You, who's so, a better? Tell me what. Just I'm saying. Tell me an actor. Oh yeah! Look at oh, him. I'm listening. I'm no, not no, he's a gorgeous guy. Yeah, Bad attitude, gorgeous guy. He looks guy. like Eli Roth. You End can't start him though; he's too tardy. <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, um, he's a who's a better actor? No, I'm actually asking you. I like. Listen, you don't have to sell me on Bray Wyatt. He's my favorite. He, the Fiend is my favorite wrestler right now. Oh well, yeah, okay. he's amazing. End of story. Would you give him the title? No. 
Yeah, it, it was too soon. Doesn't this, need right. the title. Well, we're going backwards. Right, I gotta go talk. Oh, you gotta talk. keep going. Oh, we got a million things. I mean, you know, I, I literally have a million things. Uh, here, I want to jump to one thing. This we can't not talk about. Your opinion on AEW. Now, to sure. set this up, mm-hmm. you are a hardcore WWE mark. Maybe I would say the most WWE guy I know. You're not that into indie wrestling. Would that be fair to say? Um, it's not unfair to say. I, I love seeing indie wrestling live. Right. Mm-hmm. But you were never a big like PWG head or I, I don't know how to put like you were you were never I am you very, were, I'm new, very familiar New Japan guy. No, I'm very familiar with the big indie wrestlers. Right. And I got to tell you, if my job were to be like scouting talent from indie wrestlers all over the world for WWE, right. I, I don't think there's anybody that could be better because I, I feel like I have a really legitimate eye for, for for indie talent. Yeah, I believe that. I really believe that. But I um. Wow, Are I, you, that'd be amazing! Oh God, you were the scout. It's my dream job. It's my dream. job. Why you can't open a division of the, of the company? It's honestly my dream job. Yeah, okay. the scout. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but I will tell you that um, the answer the answer is no. I'm not an indie wrestling guy. Right. I'm always been a WWE guy. But what has happened? Is that I, you, you, what what AEW is, is a home for all of the best indie wrestlers and a few WWE Joe Bears, yeah, to come together to try to create an entertaining two hours of wrestling, right? And I will tell you right now, I think they are succeeding. I thought the first week was not good. I don't yeah. I don't care for the black ropes. I don't care for. I didn't care for the sound mix. I thought it, the sound mix was off. Yeah. I thought you could hear way too much of the crowd. I thought that the entrances. I thought that the camera work during the entrances were not up to par, and I thought that it was just kind of generally misdirected to to to. Um, I don't think they understood who was important. To, I, I just thought that the the the. Um, I, I'm jumbling my words, but I thought that the. Uh, Commercial breaks were not well timed. Yeah, I thought there were a lot they of. They actually still have that going on. I know. Yeah. I thought that there were a lot of problems. And then, I I didn't watch tonight because I didn't. I was working, but I and I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it this week. I saw it tonight. But I felt I I really feel like there is something about it, and it is it is this it is the superstars. It's the wrestlers. There is something about it that is making me want to really tune in. I love Darby Allen. I, you know, I have my criticisms of Jericho. He's got some, you know, he's got his Rosenberg beef. I, I, you know, whatever. But I got to tell you, I think that he is, you know, I, I love Jericho. I love the Lucha Bros. I love the Young Bucks. I love Kenny Omega. I, I'm loving all, I love Luchasaurus. I love Jungle Boy. Yeah. I love all, I mean, I'm telling you. There is something very special going on on Wednesdays with AEW right now, and I, 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 I don't know. I think that they will build towards great storylines, but I, I got to tell you, I am excited to watch it. Yeah, I am very excited to watch it. Do I do I like the fact that I'm watching a bunch of like a lot of WWE rejecty Joe Joe Bears wrestle? Yeah, no, I can you know like let's let let's 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 face facts. Yeah, you have you know. You know Ambrose, who's whatever. You know who was always whatever right. for me. You got Sean Spears. You got, you got Sean. Uh, Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. You have you know Neville. Neville. 
You have, yeah. you know, you have, um, well, yeah. j- j- um, you know, Jack Swagger. I mean, Stardust, Goldust. I mean, it's a Joe Fest. Let's face it. But I will tell you that the the feeling around it in the in in Dipperstein Towers is very yeah. positive right now. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. You know, you were saying like WWE rejects or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, I that didn't even kind of phase me. So you said they're jobbers, WWE jobbers. They're doing such a good job that I'm not even thinking about that. Mm. But which is like kind of crazy because. I'm so not a Ty Dillinger mark. Right. Of course not. But I'm also not a mark. I'm not a Sean Spears mark either. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm not that into that character. But as a product, they got Jericho operating at such a high level right now. And I'm so, like, for me, the tag division in AEW is so fucking tight. Like, they opened AEW this week, two tag matches in a row. Yeah, I read the results just so I knew what I was talking about here. I, um, and I don't care when I see a tag match in WWE. I literally like I go. I yeah, know. they're just filling I time. I know they're relegated to time fillers. I know. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy because then in AEW right now I'm like following the tournament. I'm literally thinking like, yo, I really like. I'm like a Dark Order mark. I like them. I think they're cool. Mm. I you're, love, you're in the minority there. Most people don't like. Oh, Dark I Order. love it. It's like a Jack. I love the Jack guy with just a fucking. He's got his gimp <laughs> with the fucking mask. I like them. But you you brought this up last week. Yeah. What are the odds that WWE would ever have had the Young Bucks lose in the first round? They would have been in the finals a thousand percent. Right. They would have went over everyone. It's so predictable. Yeah. And the fact that they lost in the first round of that of the of the tournament is mage. To get over these young guys who they it's scouted. Mage. It's mage. It's, it's mage. a big fucking deal. Yeah. And out of that, they'll their uh, finisher alert, uh that that uh hurricane yeah. run off the top rope into an RKO, just when I thought there was no tag finishes left. They find new ones. It's unbelievable. God, some of these moves, and you know, I, I'm, I, you know, a lot of people hate false finishes. I love false finishes. I don't mind them. Oh, I, I love false finishes. I, I got to tell you, the the quality of wrestling is so high, and I, I, I'm just, I'm, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm a WWE person through and through. I'll never, you know, I'm always a WWE loyalist. I, I could, I'll always wave that flag, no matter what happens. Yeah, but. It is entertaining, and I am excited about it. And I have that feeling where that marks have, and you you have it, and many, you know, all marks that are listening yeah. right now know what that feeling is when you're like, oh, I am excited about this. Well, Wednesday the night mar- is the oh, no. new Monday night. The mar- Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, you said that last week, too, and I, I agree. I am feel I, I I'm watching some segments of e, of AEW, some of these matches, some of these whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm I have that emotional connection right now. I agree. Man. I know. I can't. That's explain. what you're saying. You're talking about that's what you're that's what my point is. You're talking about WWE jobbers, right? And it's not even registering me because I'm enjoying the product so much that I'm like excited to watch. I'm like, what's gonna happen? Cody, let's be honest with Cody. Now, Cody never excited me. And now He's walking up. He's walking up the 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 uh, the uh, you know the arena, and then he he's attacking Jericho and 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 the inner yeah. circle. And like Jack Swagger's involved. I'm not even thinking about that. I'm like I'm into this faction because it's just they're they're just doing. I, I think, know I know there was this great Joey Janela match tonight. I didn't watch it. Was it. Great. I'm gonna watch it. Um, By the way, but, I but, just want to say uh, Kenny Omega hits Janela with a V trigger, and Janela is dead. It's one of the best cells. Oh, good! I've seen. It. He's literally dead. I love a great cell, but um, I'm one of the the best. Yeah, You're the one biggest, of the top cell guys. I'm one of the biggest cell guys in the best today. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you right now, the um, 
I do feel like the biggest mistake they're making, and maybe they're saving it, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, is that they really should be eventizing Kenny Omega more. Kenny yes. Omega is the most famous non-WWE wrestler on earth. I completely agree. So it's agree. like, why are they making him kind of just an average mid-cardy person? They got him in that Roman Reigns spot where Reigns is now. It's weird. And it works for Reigns because he's elevated, but you're like, why not get Kenny over? Anyway, AEW, I'm saying like, the truth is, NXT... NXT, I'm watching a little bit of like, I'm, I'm excited because I know it's important, but AEW, man, I'm excited to put it on. I cannot believe how much they're getting right. I pop for the intro, the color scheme, like just the, the graphics. I'm just fucking into it. So much pyro. The Lucha Bros get me, honestly, I get excited for the Lucha Bros. I, I'll tone it down for you. I I'll lo- tone it down for you where I, I would normally go. I love masks. <laughs> I love masks. I love gimmicks. You know that. Lucha I l- Bros are on top of the world, those They're, guys. They are incredible. Penta- I mean, Pentagon is like a star. One of the greatest wrestlers on earth? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, where were you going? You got you got something. No, I'm, I'm good. By the way, I don't need to say much more about AEW. Here's what I'll say. It's just great work. Here's what I'll say. It's exceeded my expectations. I think by miles for me. I really was worried. I, I there were, they did some things because look, they even post they posted Brandy posted a video being like, Hey, I want you to get to know our wrestlers. And it was like fucking Scorpio surfing. It was uh Darby Allen skateboarding. It was like here they are as people. It's uh uh uh, uh what's her name? Brit Brit Baker, like at the dental office, and I was like, "This is also really smart. Break those walls. Who are these people? Right. Let's invest in these people. Yeah. They're just doing a lot. They're really thinking it through. And the last point I'm saying, their social media point is on point. Is on their social media game is on point. Is that true? I haven't. Yes. I haven't paid attention to it. I, I, don't, I, I don't have time. You followed Instagram literally. Right. Like they had a thing this week. It was like swipe for slam, and it was like it was <laughs> Kenny holding Moxley, and then you swipe to the right, and he slams him. All right. Great. It was fun. All anyway, right. okay. All right. I want to hear your thoughts on the main roster. WWE I, roster. I, you know, I, I just after the draft like you have like a you have I, you have a week to digest it. Yeah. And they put up that graphic with all the you know, they put up that graphic with all that everyone's head, you know, like you can see all you can see who they are and I kind of, you know, in preparation for tonight, I kind of looked at what what these rosters look like right, right. now. And um it doesn't strangely it doesn't feel like there are a ton of main eventers. It, it like oh, yeah. Now, what 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 they've done well right now, yeah, is a they they have found a way to incorporate almost everybody into the two shows. Yes. Now I now that is completely converse to is that am I saying that correctly in the right tense? What that saying? is exactly the opposite. Yes. Of of what. Uh, was going on a year ago where you would look at the roster and you're like, you know, I think I made this point again on Chipita, like, you know, nine months ago. Yeah. You would look at it and you say, where's Rusev? Where's this one? Where's that? Where's Finn Balor? Where's Whatever. You know, there, there were so many people being underutilized. And now it does feel like they are utilizing everyone. And the, the mid card is enormous. And the main event spots are very seldom. Right. It it just feels that way. It, I, there's, you know, well, there's I a mean, couple reasons why, right? Who are the main eventers now on, you know, you have Seth, you have Fiend, you have, you know, um I mean, I mean uh, Randy, I, I mean, AJ, I get, yeah. Daniel Bryan, 
probably sometimes Samojo. <laughs> sometimes Samojo's like weirdly was on that panel. He was talking like giving credit to other other. And I love Samojo. He's the, was that he's supposed to be a heel turn? No, but it was like you had Samoa Joe on the on, I saw that on the panel on SmackDown, and you're and you have. You have him commenting on like how great it was that they drafted this wrestler or that wrestler. I'm like Samoa Joe hates everybody. Why are we even like I'm I, you know I'm kayfabe only. Right. Why do we have Samoa Joe complimenting Drew McIntyre on what his future is like? He should be like Drew McIntyre is a chump. I could kick his ass. Why do we have Samoa Joe talking about how great these uh, these draft picks are? I thought was he was going to do it and then just flip out and like throw everything. That was awful. That yeah. was awful. Uh, it was definitely Jabron's own status. But I would say. So I, 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 anyway, but my point, the my main eventers are not, there's not them. I know what you're saying. My point is, and I don't know if this is Paul Heyman's doing or whatever, because I think Paul Heyman is a genius, but I don't, I don't know. They have found a way to incorporate almost everyone who is on the main roster in some capacity on the shows. Now you don't have storylines for all these people, which is a problem, right? Because I always feel like someone should be in a storyline in some capacity, but you know, as low as I am kind of on the product right now and I am, it, you you have to make the you have to recognize the point that like they are utilizing the whole roster way more than they were a year ago. That's fact. And I will say that I noticed, you know, um, this week I watched on delay. Like I watched Raw uh yes on Tuesday and I watched SmackDown, I think on Sunday. So I was off. So I see a lot of the reactions in like our Facebook group and people are very down on the product. And then when I turn it on, I'm always pleasantly surprised how much more into it I am than the negativity, you know? So for example, SmackDown opens up Roman Reigns versus Shinsuke, you know? Well, I hated that. And you hate, well, I hate yes, the, because Roman Reigns, I hated the finish, but forget the finish. Roman Reigns shouldn't be competing for the intercontinental title. He's a, he's a, he's, I guess in his, cause new, he's a heavyweight guy. Yes. See, I agree with that. That's something we've talked about for a while. You had the best point, which I always credit you for on this podcast. Anytime I bring it up was that the North American championship in NXT was a pointless title uh, because there was no delineation between heavyweight and North American. Now I think it's been rectified that they went to the two hours and you have a guy like Roddy, who I think is a perfect gatekeeper for the North American championship. And then you have guys like Keith Lee. You have guys that you can that are more mid-cardy NXT talent. So it might work. It's still a little soon to see but like now you do have this thing where like AJ they always do it to AJ they did it to Cena for a while it's like once they lose the title then they throw one of the middle titles on them that's right I don't like that and now you I can, don't like that you either could, you could argue that you know in go in our era golden era you had macho do that right you had Shawn Michaels -ish do that but he yeah. evolved you had Brett you had warrior you had people have the intercontinental title and then become the main eventers that they were but if you're if they're going to become main eventers and become if they're going to go from intercontinental to heavyweight title picture right they need their gimmick and persona need to evolve right. you can't have the same person be Intercontinental. You can't have the same gimmick be right. intercontinental and be heavyweight. It need you. You need to evolve the gimmick, even if it's a little bit. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, like for example, I thought one of the best examples of it in today's was day, Cena's U.S. Open Challenge. Now that's not a gimmick change, but it was like an acknowledgement of like, you know what? If I'm gonna be U.S. champion, then I'm gonna do something for this title. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's the same gimmick. It's different, but it was a fresh way to to make that title work. I don't know. You, the U.S. Open Challenge, I thought, was one of 
Maybe, that's when I turned on, when I became a Cena mark. Yeah. Was after 31 when he beat Rusev for the U.S. title. And then just every week he said, the U.S. challenge opens now. Come get some. I thought that was the best scene. That's what we got. Kevin Owens yeah, wrestled him. It's fine. But I know it's not a gimmick switch. It was fine. It's not a gimmick switch, but like AJ right now is just, what, what the U.S. title just doesn't exist. Right? No, it doesn't. I mean, you know. AJ is a main event guy. They, it's like, they, it's like how, they can't do everything. It's like how right. how hard could it be? Like just maybe they need to hire. I, I just, it just there's not they they can't make everything complete. It's either one thing is being focused on right. or something else is is being falling to the wayside. It's like how hard is it to just come up with something great for everything? I mean, I'm sorry. I look. I know how much pressure everybody's under. I get it. Week to week. I mean, it's so. Di- I, I know how hard it is to put these shows together. But at the end of the day, it's like you know, isn't anyone thinking that? Is someone bringing that up? He, the thing is. Uh, bring up what? I want to make sure I understand the your US point The U.S. title, like, it means nothing right now. Right. But but, but I think sometimes they do that because they have so many titles to hide them. Am like, I? They see it as, like, mm-hmm. hiding in plain sight, and then when they want to give AJ a match, they could throw stakes, like, it gives stakes or whatever. Like, I think it's a way to hide. The thing that I always think about in terms of the things they don't think about, that's one. I'm always like, what's the thought process with all these titles? And You and, know I hate a lot of titles. There should be three titles. There should be tag team title, intercontinental, heavyweight. End of hundred percent agree. I I look. I have two things. One thing. One point I was making on the page this week about WWE, and it kind of ties into my lack of follow up thing is their inability to blow out an idea or gimmick. The constant start restart. It worked. Let's keep it plateauing. Let's repeat it a million times because it worked. Or let's just dissolve it entirely. Restart every week. So like Daniel Bryan. Uh, the 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 point I was making. He's the eco friendly champion. It gets over big. He has this uh, uh, this great gimmick. I'm the new Daniel Bryan. I'm all about sustainability. You're all wasteful. I'm better than you. Pretentious. Talking about great thinkers. All this. And then he loses it, and then just drops that whole persona. I'm like, why is he not in the ring doing a Miz TV style segment where he's uh, uh, getting heel heat, talking about ideas that are kind of over the audience's head, or or or, or so, something. I'm talking about something that's non exactly wrestling related, right? The, the answer is that they're not thinking hard enough. They're not thinking meta. Where you could take that storyline w- that that has Daniel Bryan being the, um, you know, the the. <laughs> that's a very interesting point that you bring up. I have yeah. a very strong opinion on this. Yeah. That is a very good example of something that if they just tried a little harder yes. and thought a little bit more sophisticated and meta, that they could have evolved that Daniel Bryan persona into a babyface persona. Like, yeah, 100%. Like, like, at the end of the day, like, people, like, wrestling fans may or may not, but I think they do. I give them the benefit of the doubt. No right from wrong. So you know that he was, he was using... The um, environmentalist um, persona in a heel way. Right. You could instantly figure out an interesting way to make that a face gimmick. Yeah. Like, and it could go expand more into other societal issues. But if he's the only wrestler, because at the end of the day, being conscious. an environmentalist is a good thing, not a bad thing. No. So it's like it, you could make it annoying, like you're the you know hippie, you know. 
you know, you know, uh, norm core guy. Right. Like but when C.J. Parker had the signs or whatever, like the, you right, know, right, right. Like ju- juice. But they could have evolved that into a babyface persona, but it would have taken a little bit of thought and a little bit of work. Right. And they're just not willing to. They're do not that. willing to do any work. That's, That's right. what I'm saying. It's like so the fiend and Seth Rollins at the Hell in a Cell. I'm willing to go with them with that story. I'm willing to go with you guys that like the the it went. A fiend pushed Seth so far that they had to stop a Hell in a Cell. I'm willing to go there. It's not my favorite. It's not what I would have booked at all. But if you don't, if you just ignore it and you don't follow it up, then I lose all confidence. But if you give made me think that you had this plan where Seth is now losing matches because he's a little too scared, he's he's worried about wh- how far he'll be pushed by the fiend, and that like he, you know right he might kill somebody, and that's not who he is, and he's he's having flashbacks to when he injured Finn Balor, right, and 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 Kane, you know, when he got hurt, he's thinking about that, and right, and he's here's, tortured. Here's another great example of their kind of incapability to figure out something wholeheartedly. Right. Look what they did with Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Right. That was the same scenario. It was the same story with taking him too far. It's it's they've almost lost their opportunity. Well, that NXT feud is one of the best feuds I think I ever. Know, but, but ever. They, but they couldn't finish it correctly right. because I mean Tommaso got hurt, but Gargano he never came the full circle like he was supposed to come full circle. He he was being pushed to the brink and almost to the point of of a heel turn and then, you know, like w- could have been brought back around, but they weren't able to get that done. Right. Because they got it's pulled the off sa- the main roster, right? It's the same thing. Yeah, they did that kind of give and take when they were brought back up to the main roster. I don't know if that, that interfered with it or, or Champa's injury, but that is a, another example of like they don't know how to – they don't know how to like push someone to the brink and then bring them back to have everyone love them the right. way that they used to do that. We'll tell a full a full arc. Correct. Right? And then on right. Uh so okay. So um oh man, God, I mean, there's so many ways. There's so many I have so many like issues here. I try not to go like full negative on all this stuff, but like That's what you have me for. We talk about the heavyweight what do you think Brock's? Are you talking about heavyweight contenders? How do you feel like Brock factors into that? I I, I got to tell you, I'm a big UFC fan. Also, yeah. there's nothing I am less interested in than the Ray Kane Velasquez thing. I don't. I mean, it is. I literally. I fan, thought I would I'm, care. I'm, about I'm fast it forwarding. More. I'm fast forwarding. I don't. I don't care at all. all right. I, I, it's. It's. Oh, I don't like the way Kane looks. I don't like. I. I he. I just am so not into it. I'm not into it. I don't. I'm not into Ray anymore. Right. I never really was a Ray fan. I was I never a really big Ray Mark as well. But I, I bought into him. But, but I, I'm just so not into this. I mean, it's just. Ugh. I mean, I'd rather see Ray versus Brock. Right. Again and again than Kane Velasquez versus Brock. I mean, what are they going to do? I don't want to see that match after Crown Jewel. I don't want to see it. They're well, Brock's going to beat him, right? I mean, yeah, of course. Obviously, there's no chance they no. go with anything with Kane, but they did sign him, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, okay. So you had some thoughts. But where's about- my, where, hold on, where's my Brock? Le- like, where do I feel about oh, Brock? Oh, yeah. Lesnar? I want to know, like, how you feel like the Brock in terms of how you're like, oh, who's the heavyweight division? Do you think Brock has hurt the top no, in that way? I never hate seeing Because I'm a huge, I'm a big Brock Mark. So am I. Yeah. I never hate seeing Brock. Yeah. Brock is a draw. You Okay. Talk about, you draw. talk about draws. He's a draw to me. Yeah. Okay. 
Wow, you saw um, Ted's picture with Brock? Yeah. That was unbelievable. Yeah. What? You know? What, all right. <laughs> you didn't think that was insane? Yeah, it's, it's great. How do you get a picture of Brock Lesnar like that? Smiling. Hey, calm down. Okay, Marky Mark. Marky Markerstein. <laughs> I mean, he, Brock doesn't smile. Okay. Anyway, you had some thoughts about specific wrestlers that I want to hear about. No, I just, you know what, I, I think probably the best thing in, in, in the tag team division right now is Viking Raiders. I couldn't be happier yeah. with them. I think that they could have really built up better to them becoming the tag champions. I thought that they could have really, they've been around now a minute. Yeah. I don't think they've got their day in court as far as building an amazing storyline to create them as champions. I think that it was just like, oh, they, they, they had a great match and won. I mean, right. that's not enough for me. These guys are, are, you know, they're fucking mage. They should be, like, on the mountaintop storyline-wise. They created no story for Viking Raiders. Right. Huge mistake. That's one that, point. That's a good point. I mean, I, I don't People even People would care ever, way more. I never, I watch Raw, I watch SmackDown, I never know who the tag champs are. It never sticks. Every week's a reset, and in my mind, it's always Ziggler with, some, with someone random. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, the, think about the, the discrepancy... Between the AEW tag division and WWE, it's crazy. Yeah, All I right. totally agree. Um, and also growing up, I mean, when you want to install it, like the Rockers, like I, I loved tag wrestling as a kid. Uh, That's why I love the Viking Raiders, because they're the only tag team with a real gimmick. Right now. Absolutely. Okay. What's your next point? Um, I feel like they've done enough. It's been months now of them telling us how mage Andrade is and how he's like the future of the this or the right. future of the that it's time to do something with Andrade yeah I mean come on he, it's enough is enough I mean he's mage I am the biggest Andrade mark imaginable yeah. I think he is one of the greatest living wrestlers everything about him is silk in the ring yeah silky smooth I love Selena Vega I think she's a great addition to him everything about him is mage but it's time for him to have a real storyline yeah, I know. I'm sure they're building towards it at some point, but it's like I don't need to see him against Joe Bears. I don't need to see him. Like, right. I, enough is enough. I need something real now. I need. It's time for it. It's it's Andrade time. What do you do with What do you do with Andrade in the current landscape of WWE? Because right I'll now tell you, he couldn't. He's a Raw guy, right? Yeah. And the Intercontinental Championship is on SmackDown because he feels like an IC guy. Yes. He feels like he could be a, one of the great IC champions with the right run. But that would involve, first off, making the IC title matter at all, which it feels like it doesn't. And I'm not saying he could make it matter. I'm not saying that would right. be the case. But it's time to, like, give Andrade a storyline. Yeah. It's, like, feels time. Like, well, how, how many weeks can we, they trot him out there to just, like, be in a idea. match where they show him he's good? I got an They idea. show everyone he's good, you know? What if he's dating Lana? What do you think about that? I was, literally, I was just going <laughs> to... You think I'm joking? I was just going to say... He has Alina Vega, but like instead of Bobby Lashley, who I can't stand, I I feel like it could have been Andrade who was in that role. Yeah, he, can I tell even about though he can't, he doesn't have the mic skills yet. And I know he's working on it, but I mean Lashley's like whatever. I guess he's good in it in in that too. But I I I mean I have tons of opinions on that. I feel like I wanted to talk about that too. Oh yeah, Rusev looks like my father in 1988. <laughs> He looks exactly like what my father looked like in 1988. He 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 really does have. <laughs> Rusev has a look of like a, a dad in the 90s and 80s. Yeah, he looks You're like right. a 
He looks like a like a like a Russian Keith Hernandez. Yeah, he, uh, wow. A jacked up Russian Keith, Bulgarian Heath Bulgarian Heath Hernandez. Yeah. Uh here's the thing Keith uh, uh, about Rusev. About here's the thing about Keith Hernandez. He, he he's the Seinfeld move the couch guy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh I know him more from Seinfeld than uh the Mets. Okay. Here's the deal. You gotta believe. Uh uh <laughs> is he part of that? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't know anything I, about sports. I, I, prefer, I, I, pr- sports. I prefer my sports to have predetermined outcomes. I, absolutely. I say it all the time, folks. You heard it here a second. Okay. Uh, he really, Rusev really has a look where, he has that look where, uh, like, uh, you look at pictures of our dads and stuff from that era, and you're like, how did women get near these guys? That's I how know, I feel. I know, you're I like, you're, you're like, you think about your mom at the fucking sock hop or whatever, right? The sock hop uh, in, 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 in 1982? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 19, you think your parents met in 82? My parents met in 1977, 1978. That's what I'm saying. Dude, you think they're at the sock, I'm saying whatever, it's sock hop, whatever. Where, where'd you, where'd your parents meet? Seeing Star Wars? No, they went to, <laughs> in college. Yeah. But I'm saying... The, our dads are just not desirable dudes at that time. They were dressed like shit. They, I feel like they did not look good. They look like Rusev. I By would, the way, I don't, I don't blame Lana. I don't blame her. Do you blame her? No. She's like, oh my god, Bobby Lashley has a crush on me. I'm done. I mean, he wants to take me to a restaurant that Rusev wouldn't take me to. Done. Okay, it's done. Okay, absolutely. Two things is uh, uh <laughs> I was just watching. Uh, me and my wife were watching Manhattan Murder Mystery. It's like 93 they shot it or whatever. Yeah. All the guys, all the guys, they look, they're like 50. Uh, don't talk about that. I, no, I just wanted to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. See if I they could look do. 50. They look 80, all of them. Because they, the hair, they didn't know, they didn't know how to, bu- if you buzz your hair on the sides, it makes you look, not, all right, whatever. Right, Point is this, Bobby Lashley, I'm a big Bobby Lashley fan. Here's why. You are? Not really. Ugh. Not really. Listen, he's so weird that I enjoy him. He's so fucking weird. I just, I think he, from the interview he did when he was talking about his sisters, when he came back, remember that? Yeah, of course. When he was like, Kathy, I love you, that. And then he had the thing where he was in the ring with Jinder Mahal going like, my man, my man. And he, like, he was like, water, yeah. You have to watch. He, uh, the guy is such a spaz. You're not going to convince me on Bobby Lashley. I'm not a fan. I just enjoy him. He stinks. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not an actual fan. I just like how weird he is. But well, I don't know. The, I'm not into this Rusev lot. I mean, it, it's a fine mid card Here, thing, but here, whatever. Here's my take on that. Okay. Yeah. It's a terrible storyline, but at least it's a storyline. Yeah. At least I'm like, oh, let's see where this goes. I don't really care where it goes, right. but at least I'm like, you know, it's at least it's something. It's something. I'm watching something that is like will have a beginning and it's an a end. Segment. It it's feels a segment. like a segment. It's yeah. a, I agree. I'm looking for like proper segments. Yeah, it's a storyline between two wrestlers. End Absolutely. of story. How many times do we get that a year? Twice, and, and three the, times. The other thing is that AEW does right that that I really enjoy is like when they do segments. I know I'm in a segment when the matches are going. They're like 30 minutes long, and I'm like fully vested in the story of the match. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyway, okay. Um, I mean, I wanted to talk, I have other stuff. Did you want, I want to make sure you get to everything you wanted I want on your list. I, look, I could do another half hour on potato salad. I mean, well, what, 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 kind, what do you prefer in potato salad? Are you, are you, uh, more, do you like a chunky potato? Yeah, I like a chunky. I don't like it to be like thinly sliced potato. I don't like, yeah. I like it vertical, not horizontal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like, hmm. 
I don't like it. Sometimes it's like almost like they use the watermelon baller. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't mind that. Yeah. That's how my dad likes it. Yeah. I think my dad, the most of the potato salad I imagine my dad eating is like if you had one of those watermelon ballers, but then you chopped them in half. So they're like that. I don't like it when it's like you can't tell. Is it a puree or is it not? I like at least with, I like it to be chunky with potatoes. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where are you at on coleslaw? You like a classic? Are you a more of a vinegar guy? Do you want to see the mayo? I got to tell you, I'm not a big coleslaw guy. I yeah. used to be, and yeah. I've waned. I've waned myself off of coleslaw. Yeah, because you can never get good coleslaw anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where are you getting good coleslaw? Who? Where, I mean, it is what you know. It's like yeah. it, 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 it doesn't exist out the here. The problem with coleslaw is that it's, I like it when it's free. Where? You're in the wrong city. Yo, have you been to this eleven? I'm not though, but I am. What? I saw one of my friends was out here for the Emmys, and he was he posted from uh, Eleven. Uh, it's like a Jewish diner. Have you seen it? No, I think it's new. All right. Anyway, I know we'll what go. you're. Ta- I actually know what you're talking about. It's not good. I don't know. I, I don't know. I okay. go to the classic places. Okay. okay. I let's don't talk need. About I don't need a gimmick deli. Let's you know what I mean? About, I need a regular deli. Let's move on to Bailey because I want to hear how you feel about the Bailey turn. Oh God. <laughs> Where do we even start with this? Well, I felt like the reason I have to bring this up, okay? Ready? In my notes, it says, <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my notes, it says, where do we start with Bailey? <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Uh, you miss this? Yes. Yeah. What, what about this? <laughs> All right. Because uh, th- everyone was real hot on the Bailey turn, but I feel like she immediately blew it this week on the mic, putting people to sleep. I mean, her and Sasha. When the, if the, if I'm WWE, if you ever put Sasha Banks and Bailey in chairs in the ring on mic, and uh, Miz, Miz blew them out of the water on the microphone. It, it was almost unfair. It was. He, I mean, he was first off. He was. Really on fire right away. He was killing. Oh, he's the best they have on the mic. Let's face it. What, what you at? There's no point in even talking about Bailey. But right. I'm saying, like, what, Miz, heavyweight guy for you? No, inner, no, IC guy. IC guy? Yeah. Very you don't con- think he has another run at the top? No. No, and by the way, shout out to Miz. Love the Miz. Love him personally. Yeah. Love him professionally. Big fan. I think he's an amazing wrestler. I think he's an amazing guy. I'm a big fan. He's, his mic work is some of the best of the last decade. But he did crush them this week. It was really bizarre. I, I there's something with Sasha where she it's I don't know if she, she needs media training or what it is, but she's not capable of like making a point. Like I, I don't know what it is. She needs some training to to speak like she's making a point that's it's not never going to happen. It's so she cannot make a coherent point and she can't do it with proper timing. It's so easy. I mean I, I I look I look I don't speak in front of tens of thousands of people every week, but I, I feel like there is there's gotta be at least a couple of media training lessons that she could take that would would allow her to put sentences together or make to make a point that's coherent in like a reasonable fashion. Bailey yeah. is bad in a different way on the mic. I, I you know, it's difficult for me to even it's like cringeworthy sometimes. I mean I, I look, I, I don't you know, I don't want to bury them, but it's just really kind of kind of crazy uh, you know it, w- w- life is tough and then you die or life sucks and then you die right. that hit fine that was like that hit well that got kind of some good cheap heat pun intended yeah but um i mean just 
she's saying nothing. No. Make any say anything that is out of the ordinary that kind of gives you some kind of individuality. They as a just heel. say generic. They just say generic stuff. I don't need. I you know who I is there for, for me? Years, for years. Who is there for me? Who's when writing I, that? I mean, people are writing it. I, I had to call. I was like, guys, you have Bailey. Right now, she her turn got over. It was a big deal. People were into it. The listeners of this pod were buzzing about it. They're like, Bailey's back, or you know, mm. and then it's like, guys, give her a promo. Give her a foolproof, idiot-proof promo. You know, three sentences that are like, fuck everyone. I don't need anything. Whatever. Yeah, something. but no, not that. Give us a specific reason why yeah, you turned I, heel. I not, not they, I agree. the fans don't appreciate me. That is not a storyline. When Sasha came back, she's like, why did I do what I did? I still don't know why. She And she's gone. Her returning was one of the hottest things. They blow it. They how, blow these how, things. How easy is it to just give them a reason? It's like they don't care. No, they I don't, don't want to do it. They don't They don't care. Yeah, they, they don't, don't care. care. Street Profits, you into them? I'm into the Street Profits, but my take on the Street Profits is, uh, profits is that I hate their gear. Their gear was really bad on Raw. I gotta say that's the, I I I think their gear sometimes I dig. I mean, um, I only think of Montez. By the way, <laughs> like when no, I'm thinking about you know, you know I like him. By the way, of course, Montez is the 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 Michaels, and the other guy is the, the other guy. I'm saying the other guy. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's his name? His name? Chuck. He, he's the Genetti. But like <laughs> Dawson. The, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's Dawson. But at the end of the day, um. They're good. They're. Re- I mean, Montez is an incredible wrestler. Yeah, that's obvious. Great. Um, I mean, he's just. He's and also almost, great. He, Mike guy. He's almost as good as Umberto Carrillo. Uh, <laughs> well, he's one of the top guys. But um, I really, uh, I enjoy them. I don't know, like they. I don't want them to like put over too much. Like they're party guys with the red cups. Like I think that they could be more the hip hop guys. I don't really know how that correlates. Like are yeah. they the party hip hop guys or like just the hip hop guys? I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's like a little confusing to me, but, um, I do enjoy Montez's in ring work and, uh, and, and there you go. <laughs> I think Montez has a control as a performer that we haven't seen in, in, in a lot of guys since maybe Bray Wyatt. He's great. Um, He's great. Like when he gets on the mic, he backstage Montez reminds me the closest I've seen to the rock in a long time where like he's looking off camera. He put his paw, he's controlled pauses, control of the volume of his voice movement, deliberate movements. I'm not saying he's rock level. That's just I, crazy. And by the way, I randomly stumbled down a YouTube hole of the rock, just like eviscerating edge and Christian from 2000 on SmackDown. And no one's even close. When you watch The Rock in like in ninety nine two thousand, you just you're like, why am I even watching now? That's how I feel. Right. Look, one day Montez can aspire to have the physique of Dan Black, <laughs> and that's really kind of all I have to say about. Do you Montez think Montez is more drag than I am? No, dude, you're way beefier than. <laughs> I mean, than he's Montez. he's he's pretty slender, but the guy's caught. Yeah, the guy's caught. He's really tall, dude. Is Cut. Okay. Um, I mean, we're, we're, we're winding down here. I want to make sure you said everything. You got out all the shit that you want to say. I, I, I do want to talk about... Well, I do want to hear your NXT thoughts, but all right, you go. Mm, or unless you don't have any don't don't takes. That, I don't have that many. I got to catch up. I, by the way, I've been watching AEW. 
Well, I think that's interesting. And normally on Wednesdays, we d- we talk about what, because we record this at 7.30, uh, those shows both start at 5. There's only time to watch one of them, okay, for, for most people in the room. And everybody's been watching AEW over NXT. But NXT had a hot week. The ending of, of NXT this week is very good. I didn't watch we'll it, talk about it on the Patreon I will. app. Yeah. I will. Let me ask you a question, Dan yeah. Black. Are you... It's it's nine forty four p.m. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna what, ra- we're gonna wrap it up, but sir. Let me ask you a question. I'm just excited to have you here, bro. What is the what are the odds? Yeah. of you and I going to get a beer after this? Very low. Um, are they are they I, are they I, high or low? I gotta check in with the wife. Okay, I'll be honest. I'm gonna just gotta run it by Melissa first. Okay, that's what old school. I have, I have trouble going home. That right now. I have trouble going home. I, I need to. I need to eat. Yeah. That's the thing. Oh yeah, I haven't eaten either. I need to eat. But maybe Can maybe, we do maybe a Jew uh, thing? Maybe we'll hit like uh, cats or something? Or, or not cats. Cats. Can't, is, can't, wait, where do you think you are right now? <laughs> I wish. I wish, folks. Uh, uh, yeah, we could do canters. Do canners or green blots? I need to eat for sure. Um, I, I, I would eat. Yeah. I could eat. Yeah. I would, right. I, you know what? I, I'd like to... I, I'll pay for it. What? Com- card? Company? We swipe? Yeah. We get a, is it on the company? Yeah. Wow. This is, I mean... This is this let is a me, big deal. Let me say in summation. Actually, I'm going to pay. You're How about pay. that? You I'm going to pay. You, you don't have any money. <laughs> That's true. Hey, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Support me. Um, I just want to say I'm very appreciative that you had me on. Yeah. I know that we've been trying to do this for a really long, long time. Long time. I love wrestling. Yeah. And I, um, I hope that you... Uh, Commit to coming to Dipperstein Towers more to watch it with me. I should be. I should be there more. I fucked up on my wrestling prenup. You know that the Mark I, prenup. By the way, I know a great lawyer that does wrestling prenups. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Is I it, do. Do you? Uh, I know. Um, I know a great. I know is, a great. Is it Erwin uh, R. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I always think about that. Like Bray, like learned from his dad the power of the gimmick. You know what I'm saying? There is someone in the York Foundation that can definitely get you, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, an affidavit. Do you? Uh, I want to say one thing. I felt like it was. Uh, I uh, I appreciate you saying that I'm a big wrestling guy. <laughs> At the top, I find you to. I I think of you as like a peak Mark friend, and I offer you greater friendship than what exists now. There's a lot. I think we should. Oh, Even though we're up, friends, we're friends. Is this a conscious upgrade? Yes. A conscious, on-air, friendship. Shock the system. Wow. I mean, that's a, a friendship upgrade. Absolutely. We should hang out more. Yeah. You know what? I'm not great at being social in L.A. I was better. I was a more social man on the East Coast. Yeah. Well, listen, I did drive an hour and a half to get here. The only thing, <laughs> the only thing far, the only thing farther than Were you the Century City, you came yeah, to Century City. Yeah. The only wow, thing, it took me down streets I've never even heard. Tamarind. I've never even heard of that street. <laughs> Apparently that's a street in Hollywood. I turned down Tamarind. Never heard of that before. The only thing farther than the UCB on Sunset is Skylar Aston's house. Yeah. Well, that's I, the farthest I that's thing. Far from you. It's like four seconds for me. We got it. Skylar's in fucking Coove. I mean, Skylar has been gone forever. Uh, I know. Uh, I, I know. taught him enough is enough already. It's do, enough do, your, do your lines and come back. Stop I mean, being what, so what successful. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, let's go. Well, let's let's get a nosh. <laughs> let's grab a nosh. Should but you, you know what it is? I think a lot of people are throwing around that they're marks. In, in nowadays, I feel like a lot of people, wrestling fans, you know what I mean. I'm glad. And then I, I, you know, there's people I'd watch with. They're like, oh, I'll dip in for this. Yo, what? I in? love it. Yo, what in? 
Dipperstein. Mm. I'll Dipperstein him for this. Mm. It's nice to have a nice. I like that the dudes I know are fucking in, like hard marks. Yeah. Loving it. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Look, we 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 said. Oh no, I for shit. I know she's got to catch a train, so we can't. Uh, once again, we can't. We we can't. We can't talk about Hoobastank. I was saying. What kind of train? Where were you going? No, he's San Diego. Train. You need a ride home? What's we wrong? Ran about, we're, we're supposed to, we were supposed to talk about Hoobastank today. And uh, I promised everyone we'd have time, but Dipperstein was here. So next week, I'll tell the story about the opening riff from Crawling in the Dark. Uh, I read a really interesting thing about Hoobastank. Uh, so, um, but uh, Dipperstein? And, and, next, and uh, okay. Patreon.com slash Comedians Wrestling, the NXT AEW more focused episode. I'll be recording with the Supermark Nick Tulo. That'll be coming out Friday morning. You have this episode. Uh, you can listen to it right now. Dipperstein, anything you else? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, I just want to say one thing, okay? And I mean this to everybody listening on Comedians of Wrestling. Stay mage. Wow. You heard it here a second. Hey, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. <laughs> This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 